one commitment and I'm going to tell you why BC's recruiting is actually in decent shape, you're going to be thinking, AJ, you are crazy, but I'm going to make my points today. And I think I'm going to leave you agreeing by the end of today's episode. You are locked on Boston college, your daily podcast on the Boston college Eagles, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. Hello and welcome. This is Locked On BC. I'm your host, AJ Black, publisher of 247's Eagle Insider. Hope you all are doing well today. We're going to talk about recruiting. I'm going to give you all the details on why I think BC is behind the ball right now in recruiting, but they're going to catch up. So let's, let's dive in. So right now, Boston College has one commitment for the class of 24, Christian Zamore of Everett, Massachusetts. And you're thinking to yourself, man, AJ, right? Like around this time every year, BC's at like seven or eight. They, they've got some momentum going. It doesn't feel that way. And to that, I wholeheartedly agree. BC is behind the eight. I don't want to say behind the eight ball, but if they're doing a race, they're a couple meters behind the leader. They're not doing well. They're not at the level in terms of commitments, at least, of where they have normally been under Jeff Halfley. If you followed Jeff Halfley's recruiting classes, 21 and 22, because 2020 doesn't count, he usually has about seven or eight guys at this point. But after a three and nine season, after you struggled and you showed like, okay, you know, that you're thinking that this, this could be a, 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 a red, you know, a, a hot seat year for the coach. You're thinking to yourself, okay, these recruits are not going to come. They're not going to be there. And I think that's why you haven't seen those like flash commitments, like the guys that get offered and then 24 hours later they've committed or the guys that took some unofficial visits in the spring. And they're like, Oh, I got to go to BC. Those guys have not come yet. And that's a change. That's a difference from years past. But what I'm telling you is even after going three and nine, even with the hot seat talk, I still feel like there's a buzz around BC recruiting. And I'm going to explain why June for BC is going to be their official visit month. Many schools, you might see Northwestern or USC, they've already started their official visits. It's all based off of a calendar that they create where they can have a certain amount of weekends that they can host official visitors. BC is using the first four weekends in June. And I have been on Eagle Insider posting like crazy about the guys that are coming. I, I get the names, the kids tell me, the coaching staffs tell me, and I put them up. And I want to tell you, even though they haven't committed yet, I feel like there's a lot of really good names coming to BC. And I think BC has done an excellent job of targeting some players that have started to blow up. And here's what, here's my hypothesis right now. What is the, what is the metric that most fans use when they're evaluating a recruiting class? There's actually two, I'll give you two. 
The big one that I think BC fans go for is four stars. How many four stars does BC have coming on, you know, coming into this class last year, there was zero, there were none. And I think people worried about that because after the year before, when you had Sione Hala, Drew Kendall and years before, when you've had other guys come in, you were hoping that Jeff Halfley would get that buzz. The second uh, factor that people put into play is the level of offers that a player has. Like is a player getting recruited by peer schools Are the players getting um, ACC offers or big 10 offers, or are they just flooded with power, you know, group of five schools and you're the one power five school. And so when I look at what BC has, what they have coming on campus, it both of those metrics check boxes for me. I see guys that are four stars and I see guys that have big time offers. Now, to be fair, the one metric I haven't seen a ton of are guys with blue call, like blue chip offers. I don't really use that as a, as a metric for BC. Cause I just don't feel like that is what they go for. But that being said, you know, guys like CJ Burton, AJ Dillon, um, you know, Sione Hala, uh, CJ Burton, these guys all had big power five offers, like top notch, like Florida, USC, Michigan. I don't see a ton of those guys, but I see a lot of guys with Virginia Tech, West Virginia, Pitt, Syracuse, um, Michigan State, uh, Purdue. I see a lot of guys with that. And even some of the West Coast schools, like we'll see with one of our guys that we're going to talk about next. I see the offers coming in for those guys. So I think if I was checking my boxes, we have four stars and we're going to get into that in just a moment. And we have guys with big offers. And as I just said, in a moment, I want to talk, I want to get into the four star discussion because BC has a bunch of them coming on campus in June. And I'll explain to you why I feel like BC might be in good shape to at least land one or two of them. We'll get into that in just a moment. But before I do that, if you have not tried out the bird dog shorts, let me tell you folks, you are missing out. They're comfortable. They fit well. They're versatile. They do everything. The beginning of the summer, I was in need of new shorts. Look at, you know, Miss, Mrs. Black was telling me, you know, you got to cut out the cargo shorts. You're, you're, you know, you're a dad now. The cargo shorts, those are for college kids or younger kids. And they look like crap. Go get some new shorts. And I was looking around. I was looking at some of the bigger, you know, box retail stores. I was like, eh, nothing really is catching my fancy. But bird dogs came around. I got a couple of pairs for them. And folks, these things, these shorts are game changers. They give me the freedom to wear one pair when I'm working out, if I'm playing golf, hanging out with friends, going on a hike. They do everything. Like I can go away. I'm going to go away the way, way for the weekend in New Hampshire. I got two pairs of bird dog shorts one other pair of pants. I am good. I don't even need to worry about if I'm going out to dinner, if I'm going out to do something physical, it doesn't matter. They do everything. And I need you to go out to bird dogs and check them out. So go to birddogs.com slash locked on college. And when you enter promo code locked on college, they're going to throw in a free custom bird dogs, Yeti style tumbler with every order. So make sure to head over to bird dogs and you're going to love the way it feels. 
This is Locked On BC. I am your host, AJ Black. And E Moneybags in our comment section says, four-star recruitment is promising. And I'm going to tell you right now, other than like two or three positions, BC has a four-star recruit coming on campus at most positions. And here's what I'm talking about, right? Running back, just on Thursday, Dewan Williams of St. Francis Academy announced his top eight. And one of those schools is Boston College. This is a four-star running back, top 220, who uh, runs apparently a 4-3 or 4-4-40. He's got a final four, uh, eight that includes Oregon, Syracuse, Maryland. He's got a bunch of schools on there, but BC's on there as well. So there's your four-star there. I've been told he has not announced an official visit to BC, but here's a scoop for you from, from Eagle Insider. I've heard that he could be heading to BC over the summer. So he could be getting an official visit after the June sessions. There's your four-star. You want to want it running back? You got it. I also want to tell you about a wide receiver from Texas that most folks were like, probably saw his name pop up and went, meh, whatever. His name's Tyson Turner, and he is from Bryson, uh, Brian, I can barely read, Brian, Texas. Three days ago, this dude announced that he was visiting, taking an official visit to BC. He did not have a ranking on 247. Now they put together his composite. He's a four-star. His regular rating is a three-star. He is a high, I think he's an 88, and he is the um, 67th ranked recruit in Texas. He he is uh, right up there. Pop, he's, he's rising. He's a rising wide receiver. This is a guy that's going to explode. BC is the only team right now that has him coming on campus. Believe me. When it comes to Texas wide receivers, get them on here as much as you can because I want as many of these guys as you can get to come to Boston College because Texas dudes are a different breed. These are recruits that are going to go on to bigger things. I, they play at a different level. They're they're like basically college minor league as college is a minor league football, NFL football, right? So there you go, right there. Offensive line. What do we have for offensive line? Well, you've got Gerby Lambert, who goes to Catholic Memorial, four-star. He's got offers from Ohio State, Notre Dame, Michigan. I mean, you name it, he's got it. But there's something about Gerby Lambert, who's a four-star, that still holds on to BC. Now, last year's season, I think, might be keeping him from committing to BC right now. But he loves Boston College. He loves this staff. He announced his official visits. And he's announcing, you know, Penn State, and Notre Dame. Who's in there? BC. He, he, I, I was on campus for the spring game and he was right behind me. The dude is huge. But he's a four-star local kid and he wants to check out BC for an official visit. These official visits are a big deal, folks. I want to make sure that if you're not aware of how recruiting works for college football, Unofficial visits, those kids can go wherever the heck they want. No, There's no big deal there. That's them just checking out of school. An official visit is that bigger step. That's when a kid in a school is going, okay, we're going to take this to the next level. So the fact that Gerby Lambert, uh, Tyson Turner, and as I mentioned, uh, Dewan Williams have all said they want to take official visits 
and they are all either four stars or basically four stars is a big deal. And I'm not done yet with four stars. There are more coming up. Now you look at um, the defensive line. There are potential four stars there. You look at the cornerbacks. There's even more four stars there. You've got some big time recruits looking at BC. And I think when you're looking at the, how this ends up playing out, you get a hope of two things, right? That the kids wait long enough to um, see how successful next year is going to be. You get, you get a hope that next year is successful and then hope that once they are successful, they, they stay aboard. You know what I mean? Like, that's what you're going to look at. So defensive line, I, that that was the name I wanted to get to. Is the, It was the picture that I put up to begin the show, and that's Abina Unwuka. And I think I brought him up on this podcast. That's Boozy Unwuka's younger brother. He goes to Charles Herbert Flowers in Upper Upper Marlboro, uh, Maryland. He's rated an 8933. Like he is, he's a four star. So he's a four star player. I, I didn't know if he had it yet. He has his four star. And he is basically down to a couple schools. Now he has an official visit just added to Wisconsin, but from the conversations I've had with him and the, and the national guys have had with him, his brother had a great experience at Boston college. Obina, who could be another four star for you. He of any of the guys I brought up, I think is the best chance you have of getting one. So that's a big deal. You add in, you have running back Jason Patterson, who led all of Florida in rushing yards last. The state of Florida, another program, another state that is talent oozing with talent. I mean, a state oozing with talent. He led the entire state in rushing yards. He's going to be visiting. So, what am I getting at here? What is the, the my overall point here? I see the the griping and I get it from the folks that don't think the staff knows what they're doing. That the, They're all like, oh, Jeff Halfley should have been fired last year. I am telling you, and I know, I know you're going to say like, but they haven't committed yet, AJ. But the fact that all of these guys, and I haven't even done all of the players that could end up at BC, the fact that they are considering Boston College even after they went three and nine tells you that the message that the staff is sending out is still resonating with recruits. The fact that this staff, that Jeff Halfley, that Azar Abdul Rahim, Steve Shimko, whoever it is, are able to go out and recruit kids that are at a high level to come to BC, to come check out the program, to use their official visits, to come multiple times. Kirby Lambert, who I, I've mentioned as, as a top 100 He's been on campus. I know he's from Catholic Memorial, but like a half dozen times. He really likes this school. So I think the staff is doing a, a, a better job than folks are giving them credit for. But we can talk all about this. The end goal has to be, can they close on it? Can the staff be? Can the staff take that next step and close on these recruits? Will they be able to get them to sign and to stay? Now, signing them will be again. I think once they get them on campus, it's anyone's ball game. The staff has done an excellent job of getting past the three and nine nonsense, because believe me, there's plenty of recruits that BC's offered that have heard the three and nine and went up. Oh, I'm going elsewhere. I'm not even going to look at this program. And I can tell you some names 
um, but I'm not going to get into them right now. The guys that are still around have heard that. They've heard the negative recruiting, but they're still interested. Once you get them on campus, BC and Jeff Halfley can do their magic. And I think they still have a lot of that. But at the end of the day, even if the if BC lands these recruits, which some of them I think they will, they still have to win in September of this year, in October and November. They have to have a good year. If BC puts together a poor year, two things could happen. If they have a poor year and BC just, you know, the administration just continues doing what they're doing, Jeff Halfley could skate and just go into next year basically as another, de- uh, you know, uh, lame duck head coach. Or he's fired and all these co- these recruits are just going to go anywhere, everywhere. So the end game has to be that you have to pr- you have to be able to uh, execute on the recruiting trail, but also on f- on the field. If that happens. I think this recruiting class will be okay. Do you disagree with me? Hit me up in the comment sections. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say about this. Um, so in a moment, get away from football for a second. It's a big weekend for BC sports. Two major programs are going to have major big time games this weekend. I'm going to explain what's happening and we'll get into all of that in just a moment. This is Locked On BC, AJ Black. Let's get into some women's lacrosse for a moment before we get into uh, more. Now, BC is going to play Syracuse this weekend. And this is on on the, uh, the, the for the winner, they go to the national championship game. Now, I believe Syracuse went one and one against Syracuse this year. Uh, no, so no, BC's going for a fourth straight win against um, Syracuse. They're going for their 13th straight win. They're in, they're in North Carolina. This is a big game for BC. Syracuse is obviously very good. BC needs to just do what they got to do, and they can go to the national championship where they'll face North, probably Northwestern. Uh, for the national championship if they win. But that game is on Friday. If you're look, looking to find out more, uh, check out BC Eagles. The game will be on ESPNU at 530. Yeah, it's in Cary, North Carolina. Excuse me. The other game this weekend is on Friday as well. And it's an 11 o'clock start. So if you're if you're looking for a Friday full of BC sports, man, they, the, sport, the sports gods have got you covered. Because... At 11, BC baseball is looking to get to the next round and hopefully get to the ACC championship by beating, playing Clemson, who I believe also has 13 straight wins in a row. So it's going to be a major battle here uh, this weekend. If they can beat Clemson, I'm telling you folks, this could be a big, I I mean, you would then play UNC who BC swept. And then you'd play the winner of Wake Forest and I don't know the winner of NC state. And I forget who else they're playing, but this work, if BC can get past Clemson, they're getting into anything can happen mode. And with this team, the way that they're playing, the way that they're resilient, the way that they come back and win these games, anything could happen. So I, I'm very interested in both of these games. I got to tell you, um, 
And they have announced that Chris Flynn is going to start against Austin Gordon. Chris Flynn is six and two. He did not beat uh, Clemson the last time they played. But if he struggles, you could always go with John West, who did beat them. So I expect that they probably will have a shorter bullpen in this game. But we'll have to wait and see. That game's on 11 o'clock, and that game is on ACC Network. So hopefully you can check that out. Well, this is it for this week. Uh, we'll be back on Tuesday. Uh, it's Memorial Day weekend. I'm taking Monday off. I'm going to be away with my family, enjoying the nice weather. It's going to be gorgeous out. I hope you are too. Make, but while you're at it, follow me on Twitter at AJBlack247. Um, I've said it all along. If you enjoyed my my um, recruiting insight, become a member on Eagle Insider. to Join us over or even just join the message board. Come over there and chat with us. Um, if you're one of those commenters right now, it's free to comment. So just come over to Eagle Insider, comment with the with the with the group there. There's a ton of BC fans. I'd love for you guys to join as well. Just go over to Eagle Insider, sign up, decide if you want to become an insider or just join the boards. I think you'll love both. Um, and subscribe to our podcast. And for the everydayers out there that have listened to us every single day, I love each and every single one of you. Thank you so much. We'll see you again on Tuesday for another show. Take care, everyone.